Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, you'll hear audio from a meeting of the Chicago City Council's Committee on Budget and Government Operations that took place on November 2. In that meeting, Alderman spoke with members of Mayor Lori Lightfoot's administration about a particular gripe they have with Lightfoot's proposed 2023 budget, namely how and whether it resurrects the Department of Environment, which was previously purged by Mayor Rahm Emanuel. That's in the standard version you're about to hear. In the premium version of the episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear an October dispute between Mayor Lightfoot and the acting chair of the City Council's Education Committee over Lightfoot's attempt to appoint a different chair. Also in the premium version, you can hear excerpts from the November 7 meeting of the full City Council, in which Alderman spoke for and against the mayor's proposed 2023 city budget. All that comes with analysis from me and from my colleague, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Here's the standard episode. In October, the Lightfoot administration published a series of draft documents that comprised its 2023 city budget proposal. The process they've used in previous years and again this year is to schedule a series of hearings of the Council's Committee on Budget and Government Operations, which we call the Budget Committee, chaired by Third Ward Alderman Pat Dowell. Each of these hearings focuses on the appropriation for different city departments or operations. Well, the Budget Committee held over a dozen of these hearings in October going into November. Now, I've got an idea of what these hearings are supposed to accomplish. Why don't you tell me your idea of what you think these hearings should be accomplishing? What they should accomplish exists in a a fairy tale land (laughs) where the world is perfect which resembles nothing to do with Chicago. So if you believe in fairy tales, this is what they should accomplish. I've heard you have a rich fantasy life. They should be enlightened, objective conversations about the realities of Chicago finances, all presented in a clear and logical sequence so that anybody can follow it at home. To be scrutined. To be scrutined. But what it is, is pageantry. Pageantry to fool you, the public, into thinking that your mayor, regardless who that mayor may be, that mayor is wise and benevolent and caring and really worries about you, stays up at night thinking about you, (laughs) loves you. And you are so fortunate to have that person as your mayor. And every night when you go to bed, you should drop to your knees and thank the Lord above that that mayor is the mayor and not some other evil person. So that's what they. Uh, that's what they. If end you up had doing. to name an alderman or two who actually does that, I wonder whom you would name. Both dailies. Who are aldermen would get up? I mean, with this mayor. Ah, <laughs> oh, Scotty Wagesback, I love you. I'm just kidding, oh, Scotty. Man. You know, I love you, Scotty. They went through, as I say, over a dozen of these budget hearings all through October, and the final one took place on November two. 
in which aldermen grilled members of the administration about something very specific, reinstituting the Department of Environment, which was eliminated previously by Mayor Rahm Emanuel. This clip starts with Budget Director Susie Park. Key items to note in this amendment include the creation of Department Number 72, which is the Office of Climate and Environmental Equity. The amendment before you today pulls the office out of the mayor's office and creates a separate office with various responsibilities as outlined in the management ordinance. There are 10 positions budgeted for this office, which includes the chief sustainability officer, grants research specialists, and project managers. Alderman Riley. Why did we choose not to create a Department of Environment in the budget this year? I understand a number of my colleagues have been calling for this. And frankly, I thought it was a mistake when the city did away with it years ago. Why do we need to have a separate office outside the mayor's office that's going to do a study to determine whether we need a department? I think we all know we do need one. Why not just go ahead and and, and create a department? When we took apart the Department of Environment, a lot of the roles and responsibilities in that department were put out to other departments. I think there's work um, that we need to do that, you know, could not have happened in the last 40, 72 hours, however long we've been having this conversation of what started to really build out a robust Department of Environment. This is a good first step. We are commissioning a study to really look at where all those roles went. What do we pull back in? Um, And, you know, hopefully in 2024, we will come back with a robust department. Thank you for answering the question. But I'd be happy to share the old budget books pre-Emanuel getting rid of the department. Yes. It's easy to recreate. I've seen it, yes. But we know which departments received the inspectors and all of that. I don't think we need an interim step. I, I would advocate for creating the department, start small and perhaps grow over time. So what you see before you is a middle step. It is a small step. It has a department number, just like every other you know department here in the city. You know, It will be in the appropriation ordinance. It will be a separate department page. Alderman Irvin. Now, will this department or this office have enforcement authority? Right now, this office is more on um, the policy and planning side. The enforcement authority, I believe, sits with Department of Public Health. Health and buildings. Okay. And so that's the step one. And then step two is to bring the enforcement aspect. And that's what we're going to look at over this next year is to really look at all the different roles, kind of who owns that now and then what that looks like either coming back. But that's part of the discussion that's going to happen over the next year. Alderman Solosky garza About this Office of Climate and Environmental Equity, I'm going to address my questions to the Chief Sustainability Officer. My name is Angela Tovar. I'm the Chief Sustainability Officer. Okay, so you're going to be running this department? It's an office, yes. Can you tell us what your vision is for this office and what this office will be doing? Climate and Environmental Equity is intended to work across all sectors and departments to advance the vision that we set forth in the Climate Action Plan. We released a Climate Action Plan this year. It gets the city to a 60% reduction in our greenhouse gas emissions by 2040. In addition to that, we will be working with departments. So we serve as a coordinating body, which is the function that we have now. This is intended to codify the function that already exists. So why this office and not the Department of Environment? There should be a governance structure that helps advance the city to a clean energy future. We have done a best practice scan across many cities. Most cities have both. The coordinating effort on behalf of an office at a higher level that is charged with strategic coordination is critical here. So most cities, if you look at New York, if you look at Los Angeles, there is both a coordinating climate office and a Department of Environment. But we we don't have a Department of Environment. 
Alderman Ramirez Rosa. I want to read something to you all. Breaking, we released our environmental policy, exclamation point. We've got to bring back the Department of Environment to combat climate change and ensure that Chicagoans have clean air to breathe and safe water to drink, no matter their race, economic status, or zip code. This was tweeted out by Mayor Lightfoot on January 10th, 2019. And the 10 positions in this office, that's less than the 15 in the mayor's press office. So if you want to talk about where our priorities lie as a city, I think it's pretty clear from this budget appropriation. Alderman Osterman. On the Department of Environment, I'm curious as to who's against this. The Black Caucus supports it. The Progressive Caucus supports it. The Latino Caucus supports it. Others of us who are not in a caucus but are allied with all of those caucuses support this. Is there like some group in the city or some entity that's out there that is like trying to prevent a Department of Environment? Because I'm kind of scratching my head. I'm not aware of anyone that's blocking or the obstacle. I think, you know, where the discussion is, is like, what does a full-blown department look like? Like I said, I think, you know, we have some work to do. It's not about just, you know, pulling different pieces from all the departments. I'm going to do an apples to apples. We had a Department of Housing. We got rid of the Department of Housing. And then four years ago, we added one back out of thin air and we cobbled it together. It was put into the budget. Mayor Lightfoot appointed a great commissioner, Commissioner Navarra, who built that department up over time. During COVID, Department of Housing did a phenomenal job of housing people in a crisis. There was no study done four years ago or five years ago to say we should reinstitute a Department of Housing. Members of the council, the administration said this is the right thing to do. And we did it. Uh, the real issue is that the people who run the city of Chicago do not want a uh, scrutiny over environmental issues. They don't want to directly confront the choices that we have to make on so many of the points that you made. And I could break them down. Well, number one, moving General Irons from uh, the north side, the banks of the Chicago River to the southeast side. If we had a Department of Environment, they would have scrutinized that. They would have come up with a determination. Clearly, Rom didn't want any environmental discussion whatsoever. He just wanted to move General Irons from the north side to the south side so you could open up the north side for development for more development, for upscale development. That was the driving force. The driving force was not protecting the people on the southeast side for more pollution, protecting the people in Chicago for more pollution. It was, how can I take care of my developer friends who want to make a killing, a fortune, on the banks of the Chicago River? So just get to straight people in the city of Chicago. The mayors that you elect don't care about the environment. So the point is, development will always come before environmental concerns, ladies and gentlemen, in the city of Chicago. And they don't want a vigorous environmental department because they don't want to have to deal with environmental issues. How long? Oh, this is, I'm going to show my age here. Dave Glowitz is probably the only guy who remembers this. Remember, like, the blue bag program? Oh. Remember that joke of recycling? Mayor Daly? Just, how many years did we waste with that? This city doesn't care. That's all we've got for the standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode, including material not heard elsewhere, please subscribe at shygov.com. Or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com, go to the Chicago menu, and choose City Council. As always, listeners, we welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions for future interviews. Using email, you can get those to us via comment at shygov.com. That's C-H-I-G-O-V dot com. 
using Facebook, go to facebook.com slash inside gov. That's inside G-O-V. And on Twitter, find us at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Glowetz. Thanks for listening. <laughs>